Hi guys. How you doing? What's happening? Happy Thanksgiving. Did the kids like their gifts from Germany? They did. They did. They did. Thanks. Yeah. Tom, offensively, a lot of things have not been going right for you guys, whether it be red zone or third down, short yardage, touchdowns rather than field goals, et cetera. But in, in, uh, in Munich, it seemed like a lot of those boxes were checked. Touchdowns rather than field goals. You guys are converting high percent on third down. Do you feel like this this offense is the arrows pointing up and you guys are moving in the right direction? I think uh, the most important thing to realize is it's week to week, too. You know, it's as good as that was, it was one game. And, um, you know, you got to build on it. So you got to put together a bunch of those games. So we just got to keep the pressure on, practice hard, prepare hard. You know, ultimately, when you go out there, play your ass off and, you know, see what we can make of it. So, um, you know, we got a big, we got a big, big stretch ahead. And it starts this week in Cleveland. It's going to be a tough game. Um, tough, hard-nosed football team, tough, hard-nosed city. Um, they're fighting hard. So we've got to figure out how to, how to go out there and win it. For the Germany game, you had said on your podcast you, you kind of wanted to see more effort. Um, was that something that you saw in Germany? Thought we did it. You know, again, I'm not. It was two weeks ago, so you know we just got to play. We got to play hard. We got to give everything we got. So Byron made a good point today. We got seven games. We got 21 practices, and we're five and five. It's not obviously a great record, but um, could be worse. Could be better. Doesn't really matter. Um, our whole season's ahead of us, and we got to go out there. and We got to play well, and if we do it, you know, we'll feel good about you know what happens if we don't we'll feel very disappointed so um you know it's it's all ahead of us it's going to be up to us what we make this season and uh it starts this week how you guys you've had a lot of bye weeks yourself over the years and you guys have won two in a row going in for you is there a key to building momentum when you have a week away to, to lose some of the the momentum of what you guys had um like i said i think every week is a new week it was different challenges and um you know, I think we're relatively fresh and healthy, and, uh, you know, we got to go play well. So we got to play with great intensity and effort and enthusiasm, and we got to go execute well, and we got to throw and catch it. We got to finish our blocks on the run game. We got to make tackles. We got to get to the quarterback. You got to do all the things that winning football really demands. And I think the hard part about football season is it's, it's a marathon, and everyone's got to buckle down and give everything they got. And I think. This time of the year, some teams get worse and stop believing and lose hope, and other teams do the opposite. And I think that's where you really see, you know, whether it's a championship boxing match, whether it's football season, whether it's you know the you know middle of the third quarter of a game. You know, it's when you begin to separate yourself. You can't really separate yourself four games in, but when you get to twelve games in, you can start to do that. And you know, we got to play well. Right. Julio Jones has finished a couple games now, and we saw him make the play and run really fast to the end. Yep. So. Um, obviously, health is the biggest thing with him. But when you have that element to go with Mike and Chris, how, how much diff, how much harder is that on the defense? And they can't double all those guys, right? Yeah, really important. And you know, I just think it's production outside of what you know Chris does and what Mike does. And and uh, you know that third receiver position, who's ever in there, has to be productive. And the tight end position made some plays too, which is helps their production. The run game helps their production. So you know, you you always look at 400 yards offense as kind of a baseline number. Well, how do you get there? You know, you throw for 250, you got to rush for 150. You throw for 300, you got to rush for 100. So if you run for 150, you know, you got to, and you throw for 300, you've had, you've had a hell of a day. And you still got to throw that 350 to somebody, and they got to catch for 350 too. So, you know, if, if Chris and Mike go for 90 each, you still got to come up with 170. So it's third receiver, it's tight end, it's running backs. Um, 
everyone's got to figure out how to produce and add to that kind of yardage total. And then ultimately it comes down to third down, scoring points in a red area. And, and that's where you see numbers pick up. And turnovers, you can't score if you turn the ball over. So that's why it's a team game. It's an ultimate team game. The better you run it, you know, the less pressure it puts on the pass game. If you're not running it, then you got to throw for 400. Well, that's hard to do. It's hard to throw for 400. But, you know, we're going to a place that has inclement weather. You're, we're going to have to run it well. We're going to have to, when we pick our spots throwing, we're going to have to throw it well. And um, we're going against a team that, you know, got a good pass rusher, good cover guys. Um, they played really hard, and uh, you know it's going to be a tough game. Tom, you've been on a seven and five team that made a run, won the Super Bowl. You've been on a five and five team that made a run and won the Super Bowl. Is that something you stress to the guys? Like, hey, what we're trying to accomplish is not unprecedented here. I don't think you even think that far ahead. I mean, I think it's kind of pointless. You got to think about what's in the moment and what we have ahead of us this week. And it's a tough game and it's a tough opponent. So. You know, everyone wants to jump in ahead and think about things that are so far down the road. It's kind of a waste of time. I mean, really just focus on having a good practice, correct what we messed up, you know, put together three good days of practice, and then be prepared to play a game. It's, you know, you can only win one game this week, and the ga that game's on Sunday. So build what we can to, to make sure we, we, we play our best uh, Sunday. Tom, you mentioned um, building and when you said inclement weather in Cleveland and how important running the ball is going to be. How important was it then to be coming off the game where you guys were able to run it as effectively as you did there going into this game. Yeah, super important, and um, that was that was great that we ran it like that. Um, but we're gonna need to, we're gonna need to do that every week. That's just the reality. We're gonna have to control the line of scrimmage and make yards running and and make people miss and finish blocks and not get penalties and be balanced and you know the games where we've done that we've done a really good job where we haven't it's been a struggle. Tell me what you Couple games now, left guard for Yeah, he's done a good job, and certainly, you know, the communication is really important. He does a good job of that, kind of has a little bit of a center background to him. And, um, you know, everyone has a lot of confidence in Nick and goes in there and he fights his, fights his tail off. So it's all you can ask for. And he's everyone loves having him in there. He's working really well with Donnie, working well with uh, with Haynes, and you know, he's done a great job. Ask what you're most thankful for this Thanksgiving. It's a good question. I'm th I'm thankful for a lot. I have a lot of a lot of blessings in my life. I'm very very lucky guy. So. We saw Jack out with you today. How yep. cool was that to have him with you? It's the best. He's yeah. I had him out here for training camp last year, which was amazing for a dad. So that was pretty special. Just love having him. And as much as I can be around him, the better it is. So. You told us that um, Rashad White. As a rookie, you were watching him since he's got here. He carries around his notebook. Yep. And he's almost like a quarterback. He had a really good game, and I know it takes everybody. Yep. But how good do you think he can do? And he was telling us that in the NFL, as you go on, you need a couple of running backs. So, you know, the progress that he's made, and what do you see in Tom from Rashad? He's done a good job, and when he's got his opportunities, really take advantage of it. I think he's a hardworking guy. He means a lot, cares a lot. He's got a good skill set in the run game and the pass game. Um, you know, he's done a great job for us, and I think just more of what we saw, that's what we'd all love to see, more of it. And every week we'd love to see that. And, you know, if we can get that from him and Lenny and, and uh, Gio and, and, uh, and Sneak, I mean, it's a, it's a good backfield. All right, thank you, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Noon. Tell me 
were you able to accomplish this week, the coaches, in terms of doing either some self-scouting or look ahead to the Browns and maybe other opponents that are, that are coming up, or both? Well, we did a lot of self-scouting, number one. Obviously, we try to get a head start uh, next week, well, this week now in Cleveland. So we got a lot of work done that way. I don't know in your self-scouting if there was anything that really jumped out to you that you'd be willing to share, um, anything maybe that you hadn't previously uh, noticed about yourselves. No, it's been kind of the same. We kind of do it every week. It was just the totality of it and learning how we can get better with the guys we got and using them the correct way. Todd, now that the bye week is over with, you're in your stretch run. What kind of timetable are you looking at with Ryan Jensen? Do you, do you, is there a chance that he could play in a regular season, or what's his outlook look like? They haven't told me anything right now. We're going without him. We expect to go without him. If he gets better somehow, then we'll welcome him back. But right now, we're going with everybody we got. Todd, from an offensive standpoint, you guys had not done a lot of things right. Third down conversions, third to short, red zone, scoring, et cetera. It seems like a lot of those those ills got cured uh, in uh, in Germany against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, do you feel like the arrow is pointing up for your offense based on you know uh, checking a lot of those boxes and, and getting the win? Well, we got the win, but we got to do it every week. We got seven games left, so we just got to produce and we got to execute every week going forward. So we're five and five. We know what our record is. We know what we got ahead of us, and you know we're working on them things. We just got to do it consistently. Todd, how does uh, the running back situation change, if at all, with, with Rashad's game in Germany and just how he's improved and, and what he can well, you saw what he can bring. He's very athletic. He gives us a lot. Lenny gives us a lot as well. It depends on who gets hot at where a certain time. We'll ride that hand. So right now, you know, we need everybody back there, sneak included, with Gio coming back. So we got guys, if they get in the game and they get going pretty good, we'll probably leave them in there. How is Leonard? It's obvious that um, Luke's practicing again. What's your plan at left guard going forward? Will those guys compete? Has Nick played well enough to keep the job? Well, it's Luke's first day. He's got to get acclimated. You know, it's first day in pads, so we'll see as the time goes by. Right now, we plan on starting Leverett, and Nick's not ready right now. I mean, it's his first day back in pads. I just want to follow up with Rick on the right back. Um, how is Leonard? Does he have any limitations? I know he had the hip situation in Germany. He's sore right now. Would he, is he, like, where is he at on I mean, he's pretty sore. We'll see how the week goes. If he progresses and gets better to where he can run full speed, then he'll play. If not, then he won't. Uh, we had a lot of discussion in the last few weeks about, um, you know, Devin White and a bad game here, or, you know, and we know what he did uh, under, under extraordinary circumstances really last week and even the week before. What does it say about, you know, the guy that, you know, has shown resiliency, um, taken to heart, whatever was said to him? Well, for us, we've never had a problem with Devin here in the building. So, you know, we don't look at it that way at all. Anybody on our team can have one or two bad plays. Uh, the fact that he got scrutinized, that's, that's just the way football goes. But we expect uh, everything from him. He's one of our leaders. He's one of our best players. He produces for us every week at a full clip. Everybody has full confidence in him. And we expect him to be ready to go Sunday, just like he was in Germany. Another bye week is obviously good for rest and recovery, but he also had a good head of momentum coming out of two straight wins. Is there a key to, to kind of getting right back to that and, and starting Sunday with the with the progress and with the improvements you guys have made the last two games? 
it's just focus, you know, getting our focus back. After having a week off, get your focus back, get used to hitting again, understanding what our mission is going forward. I know you, you study a lot of teams around the league, and you've, you know, you've been a coach for a long time, and there's some teams that seem to be able to kind of ace coming out of the bye week, whereas other teams sometimes appear sluggish. Maybe they're not mentally locked in. What What is what is the key to ensuring everybody is mentally locked in and, and they're ready to go on Sunday? Really, it's just execution. You know, everybody's locked in. Some people make better plays than others, and we make an excuse as if people weren't locked in or weren't ready to play. We know what our schedule is. We know who we play. Uh, we don't take anybody for granted. We understand where we got to be. And going forward, we'll be ready to play on Sunday. How your run defense has certainly improved over the last couple of games, the Rams and the Seahawks games. You're going to face a, a big-time challenge, right, with uh, Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt and the way they run the ball. It's going to be tough. You know, they got two good runners. They got a great offensive line. Uh, their tight ends and receivers block as well. They've been in the top five the last couple years. And, you know, it's going to be a challenge for our guys, gap control, understanding where we got to be. But when you do that, they have play action passes and throw the ball. They have a great screen game and they got some good receivers outside. So all the way around, we're going to have to be disciplined. What made the difference? Obviously, they were really good. You guys were really good at stopping the run um, in Germany. What made the difference when you look at your defense and, and it was kind of that shut down run stopping defense that people are used to seeing here? What was the biggest difference for them in Germany? Just gap control. You know, everybody doing their job. It was just gap control, nothing special. How encouraged were you by the fact that you know, Julio Jones has now finished a couple of games, um, the speed he showed on the touchdown? If he can stay healthy, which has always been the knock the last few years, what what if that you know, having a third receiver like that would do you? It's great to have him here healthy. You know, finally getting healthy gives us another guy that they can't really double Mike and Chris all the time. And he's very good in the run game as well. He can do a lot of things for us and just got to keep him upright that way. Uh, he's been good the last couple games. He's been good this off week. So we'll just try to keep him healthy going forward. Todd, we didn't see Vita out there during our viewing session. Is he okay? He did not practice. He has a foot. We'll see how it goes during the week. How about Russell Gage? He did not practice. <laughs> You know, has he been able to make any progress um, you know, throughout the, the bye week? Is he, is he farther along than he was previously? He's getting better. He looks better. We'll see how it goes. Overall, coming back from a trip like that, do you think it can actually be like a bonding? I mean, you guys seem to play probably one of your best games over there. Do you think there was something to it, actually, being all together like that in a trip like that? I mean, I think it was a great experience. Everybody looked forward to it. I don't know, not many of us have been over to Munich, so it was a great experience. The crowd was great. The energy was great, and it got everybody going. The fact that we were able to win the game is a great momentum booster. Then you get a week off, so now you got to pick back up and forget about that trip and move forward from there. I'm not asking you to like telegraph what you guys are going to do on Sunday or anything, but but in yourself scouting for the bye week, were there areas that you've identified that you are planning on making changes um, this week or? Um... Well, we make changes every week. We identify areas every week. It's not just the bye week. We don't wait to try and make changes. You make changes, some of them don't work. You know, that's just football. Some of them don't work, some of them do. So we keep tinkering in that department, trying to find the right formula for everything. Okay. Yep. Coming off two, two straight wins, was it almost like you wanted to keep going because you had that momentum? Uh, 
I did, but I also like that flight back from Germany. I was like, yeah, it's, we need a break, man. Cause ten out, like what it was like nine hours there and ten hours back. I, it was time for a break. With you guys' performance the last two weeks, especially on defense, just what can that do for you guys going into the second half of the season? It just seemed like things are really clicking now that you're getting, you've got your healthy pieces back. I guess we, I guess we understand that we need to play for one another. And then everybody got to do their, like, everybody have to do their job instead of trying to focus on what the next man has to do. So once you, like, focus on, like, what you have to do, and then everything just come together. You know, you guys got a turnover, got that forced fumble in Munich, but you haven't had a pick as a team in the sixth game. What's the key to, to ending that drought? Man, we just got to break to the ball and just, just keep playing our keys. And then once the, once the opportunity presents itself, we got to take advantage. Once you stop the run, things get a little easier. You're forcing Get him behind the, the sticks. Yeah. Force him to, force him yeah. So once you get a, once you get a, once you get a team one dimensional, now it opens up some more opportunity to make plays on the ball because eventually now they figure they have to like throw the ball more because because the running game is not there. You know, you know he's one of the receivers that can run the whole route tree. He's fast. He's quick. He's big and strong. So you know he's like one. Of, he's one of the elite route runners in the league. So you know you really got like hone in on your technique and to just try to contain it as much as you can. I know that for you, like that rookie season in Seattle, that, that was a pivotal point for your development. You, know, you guys started coming in, I believe, right after that game, early watching film and stuff. But, but did, you, did you stop to think about that at all after the game that you had against the Seahawks and going up against guys like DK Metcalf? Like, did you stop and just kind of realize, damn, that's a come really long way. Well, that, that, that was just that was just the whole my mindset going to that game. Like that, that first that my very first NFL game. I'm like that that wasn't me. But like, I mean, I, I put it on I put it out there, but I know that I was better than that. So then I was happy to be able to like you know play against them again and just see like hey did now now let's see like how I come like how I play against them now, knowing that I got the experience. I'm very like I'm very confident in myself. So. You know, it was like a it was like a good like redemption game for me. Did it give you even more confidence going forward? Because you've taken a, an extra an extra big step this year. Uh, I mean, I've been confident just going into like each game because I like I study and stuff. So, you know, I just take it. Like, I just treat every game the same. But really, that one that that was like very meaningful. <laughs> Thanksgiving tomorrow. What are you most thankful for this season? You know, I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for the blessings, especially like coming from like everything I've been through in life, from like three knee surgeries. And still being able to reach reach my goal, like reach my dream of being here, because I was once told that I had a three percent chance of being successful in football. So you know, you know, I took my chance on the three percent, and it pays it paid off. Thank you, uh, I'm probably gonna just go to either a teammate house or a coach house and just eat one plate. You know, I can't. I wish, you know, I wish I could. I wish I could stuff myself. You need the speed though, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I gotta watch my weight still. It sucks. <laughs> No, I hear you. Uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Uh, you know, I, I, I just like, really, it was mainly anything, but I like, the I like really like the turkey. Uh-huh. Like a fried turkey. Yeah. Oh, you like the fried turkey? Yeah, I like fried turkey, man. Stuffing or dressing? Dressing. Dressing. Okay. Yeah, like, you know, I like combine that and the turkey together. Harmony. How much is Akeem being back in the lineup help, helping you and help keep traffic off the linebackers? Um, I mean, he helped the whole defense overall. 
man, he's a guy that uh, he's very greedy. You know what I'm saying? I think he, he scares a lot of old linemen. <laughs> just, you know, his demeanor, you know, how physical he is. And, you know, uh, like you say, keeping guys off me, he take two every time. Uh, it was just one play in the run game. I could, I could remember me shooting the gap just because, you know, they try to bump combo him up to me. So if you're going to give me a split second, I can kind of have a little room to work. Devin, you guys have been chasing that, that takeaway for a long time. How, how important was it to get it and how excited were you the ones to to get that, that sack fumble? Um, I mean, it felt good. Uh, when I uh, swiped at the ball, I didn't really know if I got it out, but I knew it was a big play, so I was celebrating a little early, and obviously Antoine came to me like, oh, it came out, it came out. So, I mean, we just celebrated even more. We needed it, you know, it was a momentum builder because, I mean, they was kind of driving the ball on us. They was going tempo, and we really couldn't get, you know, lined all the way up. So I think uh, uh, it was a good one at a great time. Yeah, you've always had a high standard since you came into this league, right? Oh man, I just want to win. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I never want to let those guys down because, I mean, just being on the practice field today, we put in a lot of work together. And, man, I just be want to hold myself accountable and do my part. So, I mean, every time you get down on yourself, you got to have that mind set in the back of your head, like, you know, the, another person depending on you. And then, like, Levante, man, he kind of hold me to an even higher standard than myself because he's been doing it so long, and, you know, when it feels good to him, and he know what it likes to lose. And he, was, he always tell me, like, I'm not going back down that road. So whatever we got to do as a group to get everybody going, we just got to be that glue for the team. Um, I, I can say it's been hard. Uh, it's been really hard. Um, more so off the field. It's been way harder for me. Just been going through a lot, you know, and I still come to work and, you know, try to do what I do best and have fun here. But um, at the end of the day, it's life. You know, everybody going to go through a lot of bad things off the field. Whether, you know, you want to or not, you know, you just got to be able to accept it and uh, just keep your faith high. I think that's one thing that uh, keeps me going. You know, I don't wear my emotions on my face. You know, I, I deal with my problems the way I deal with them, but, you know, I keep God first, and I think uh, he just keep blessing me and keep it and keep me going and help me uh, be there for my family and also come here and be here for my teammates. In some regards, if things are difficult off the field, how much, um, I guess, maybe relief does it give you or a distraction to be able to go out and play football? Yeah, I mean, when you, when you go out and play football and you do well and, you know, uh, people, you know, uh, recognize you know how good of a talent that you are I mean you just give all the credit to God for blessing you and you know being able to go out there and showcase it and even come into practice and work with these guys and get better because obviously you know you just don't it just don't happen overnight you know you just don't uh, put together a good game without having great practice the week before so I mean I take it all with a uh, saying uh, uh, you know I just take it all in and just be thankful for every opportunity these last couple weeks, both you and the entire defense played exceptionally well against the run. Yeah. You're facing a team that loves to run the ball, and they're really good at it with Nick Chubb and yeah. Kareem Hunt. Uh, just, just talk about what lies ahead for you guys on Sunday with that winning game. I mean, when I looked at the game, I said 15 tackles. You know, getting off the bus, this a game for 15 tackles. Come downhill, you know, uh, and be ready to make plays. And I was just telling Antoine, like, you know, I look at these games and I get excited because it's a chance to, you know, make a name for yourself against other great uh, players that establish, you know, great name for themselves 
And uh, I mean, we just got to be dialed in. You know, uh, one of the things we've been doing a lot is just going over our run fits and being gap sound. You know, everybody having integrity on the defense of where they're supposed to be. I think that what we was missing a lot. You know, people being uh, a lot of misfits. But now we getting everything under control because I mean, we felt that way going against Seattle, and I think we did a great job. So we just trying to keep the momentum going. What is Todd Bowles? Mean to you. He was just in there saying, yep. I've never had a problem with him. He's your back. What does he mean to you? I mean, he mean the world to me, you know, obviously from drafting me from LSU, believing in me, you know, taking a chance. You know, I was a raw uh, talent type guy, but I was just a great playmaker. But now just, you know, grooming me into being a, a great player. And I think the only thing that I just got to just keep being consistent, you know, that's kind of been the number one word for me. But I, mean, I look at him as a father figure, you know, uh, people don't know, like I always be out here by myself. His wife from Louisiana, they send me food, you know, every time they cook. It, it's always more than just football with uh, Coach Bulls, and that's what I respected for him, you know, um, and I got open policy to go to his office and to text or call his phone. He's going to always answer. And, you know, like just for the thing, I go to Jesuit, I watch his son play and everything. So we got a great relationship all around. So it, it's, it's bigger than football with him, and I'm pretty sure he treat a lot of other players like that as well. Kevin, you've been through some stuff in your life. What do you lean on to get through it? I mean, we know with your brother, and now you got two angels up there. Yeah. I think, um, man, just my faith all the time high, you know. Uh, my grandmother, I give all the uh, glory to my grandmother for just rushing me into the churches growing up and, you know, introducing me into God and making me go to Bible study. And then I really sat there and listened and got something from it. So even with what's going on, you know, I read my scriptures every morning and I really take it in and it kind of uplifts me, you know, because, I mean, the more you sit around and think about bad stuff, the more you feed into it and it can just be a downfall in your life. But me, I think about positive and I grab intel with other stuff and it just brings me up. How, how is the Bible for you? Because I know you said Oh, it was the worst bye week I ever had. You know, I had to put my dad in the ground. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that was a person who I talked ball with a lot. You know, I don't care if I was playing the worst ball. He thought I was the best in the world, you know. So just not having, you know, that type of person to talk to going forward. I mean, it was hard. But at the end of the day, you know, I got my own son to raise. You know, I got a little brother, you know, that's still here that I got to be a father figure for. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I got to put my big boy pants on and just keep rolling. And I'd asked you in Germany about the biggest lesson you yeah. Specifically, when it comes to how to be a father, yeah. what, what type of lessons did you learn from him that that you hope to be able to, you know, to be for your for your child? Oh, I think um, the number one thing is just saying I give my all for my kids. You know, uh, he always said that, say he'll take his last breath for us, and I'm just trying to be that type of person because at the end of the day, man, that's what I'm living for. You know, everything I do is for them. Like I'm, I didn't enjoy 24 years of great life, so if mine was the end anytime soon. I'm thankful, you know, and just to say what I did and overcame and, you know, uh, and the blessing I've been for my community, you know, being able to give back Christmas time, Thanksgiving, and just even when I'm home, just being uh, an open hand to everybody. Like, everybody can tell you, like, when uh, Devin White home, they get a chance to meet him and see him and kind of bring him joy. So, I mean, that's just the person I want to be. Uh, I think they doing not so good like me, but they'll eventually get better because everything get better with time. You know, you just got to pick the glasses up and put the uh, broken pieces back together, but it'll take a while. Yeah. All right.